0: Let's see here, phone, check, laptop, check, tape measure, check, camera, check, paperclips. Welcome to What Is It About The Weather, a podcast where we explore the many ways that weather intertwines itself into our lives. I'm your host, Mark Jelanek. This week, weather surveys... You heard that right, weather surveys. It's a thing. Put a little twist on it, as usual. But before we get there, as always, I hope you're having a good weather week. I'm waiting for my new weather toy. It supposedly finally shipped, this this thing. Yeah, I told you about it. a little Kickstarter that I supported. I don't know, they, they tried to launch in the fall. They didn't quite have the uh, setup right in terms of what they were using to (laughs) incent people to make the purchase went back to the drawing board came back did a little different change and actually they did one of the things that i requested which is good so i I purchased that version and with all the chip shortages going on and with all the other things going on it's finally going out the door or supposedly got an update from kickstarter i don't know if you've never bought anything on kickstarter they you know the Project first off, you know, tries to get you to get something, but then the people who do it are supposed to give you updates. I'm sure they're encouraged to do it every so often. I, and anybody that's ever launched anything, right? And that could be a new business, it could be a new product offering, whatever it is, will know that one of the hardest things to do is interrupt what you're doing and trying to get something released to update people. It, it's tricky because you want to have something meaningful to say, yet sometimes you may go through a window where there's not a whole lot meaningful to say. They did a pretty good job, balanced that, but things supposedly shipped and you were supposed to get this email, right, that gave you the tracking information and when you could expect to get it. And then I got this, you know, update from the email that said it showed somebody receiving their package picture of it. Now I'm guessing it was somebody in country from wherever it was shipped. Mine's coming. From, I think they're all coming out of Italy, which is where this thing was made. And I got an email. It looked like spam. It had characters, alphabet characters that were not um, Western characters that I was used to in the middle of the email, so I, I left it in the spam folder. Ultimately, I clean out my spam folder from time to time, so I'll just delete them all, and I left it in there and hit delete because it didn't look like anything I was expecting. It didn't look like it was from a legitimate company, but apparently it was. Apparently, that was my tracking information, and of course, I've deleted that email, so I have no idea where my item is, but theoretically, it has shipped, and it's on its way, and hopefully will be here soon, and I'll let you know. I'm hoping to ride on my bike with it, and it's also designed to be on the top of the car, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it works. What I guess I'm most terrified of is putting it on the car, going out with it, and the very first use that it flies off the car. Do I really think that's going to happen? No. Do I hope they've really tested that? Yes, I'm, I'm sure they've tested it to some extent, but that may be why it gets a, a try on the bike first and foremost, but we'll see how that goes. And it was good to get that notification this week because this week I got older. Now, you know, they talk about you get older every day, right? Every minute I'm a minute older than I was the previous minute, but technically following the whole birthday guidelines, I got older this this week. And I'm going to ask a favor of you with respect to that that has to do with a survey. All right? But we'll get to that in a minute. And but I do want to mention that there is such a thing as weather surveys, more typically they're called damage surveys. And that checklist I was going through, I still don't understand the paper clips thing. I put a link in the show notes about what people generally take on these kits or what they recommend, and I'm sure it's also changed and evolved over time because it probably all of them always have this paper map, and I don't think that's a bad thing, like a, a paper atlas. But my speculation is that most people don't take that full kit, and most people probably download an offline map if they're thinking about it and take a phone and maybe a camera, maybe not even a camera anymore because the camera's in the phone. They may take a laptop or they may not because what they need to do in terms of entering information, they may just do on their phone. Who knows, right? But I don't know that I would carry both my phone and my laptop if we were doing those things. It it would depend because the whole idea ultimately is you're going to enter these damage reports. Now, a lot of people that do them or traditionally they are done by people that work for the national weather service here in the u.s i'm assuming it's similar in other countries around the globe although i don't know that for sure however they're not the only ones that do it right and you can even be trained to do these you could be trained for instance to spot storms i mean that's one of the things that the national weather service does here and you can also be properly trained to do these sort of damage reports such that when you're gathering this information that it's useful now this information is gathered for Really, you know, what's the point? It's kind of like this podcast of what's the point of, of weather in that there's impacts ultimately, right? It's not just about this n- neat thing going on in the atmosphere around us. It's going to have influences on our lives, right? And in this, it's a, it's a real direct thing in terms of lives lost, in terms of property destroyed, whatever it might be. And back when this started, the focus was very much on tornadoes. But that has evolved and changed over time to now where it can include just about any weather event. So since the mid-90s here in the U.S., it could be anything, right? And there's this list. I didn't link specifically to the document, but you can find it. In, I put a couple links related to surveys. One is an FAQ about what this whole system is because there's actually the damage assessment toolkit. actually a website that you can go and look at damage from previous storms. Now, there's a lot of times there's early information, but usually it takes a few months for all that to be compiled and brought together. And they do get it, like I said, from staff of the National Weather Service, but also insurance companies. Private people like you and I can go and do that. And as I mentioned, it's grown from just tornadoes to then it started including things like hail and flooding damage. But a lot of that was still around these extreme tornado-like events, I want to say. But it's, it's grown to include hurricanes and tropical storms, which it should, right? And I don't know how equipped they are now, but you know, I've seen incredible uses of drones. One of the positive uses, of course, is to be able to really get up and above this damage and be able to track the exact path. And whether they can take in all that information, I don't know. But at a minimum, they have a way to gather things that are measured on the ground and you put that information into the system. And in theory, if you're doing research related to impacts, it gives you a better way of trying to assess what these outcomes are. It doesn't make it easy because even though they might try to use standard formats, might use ways to define things like the size of hail or how wide, let's say a tornado, tornado path was, translating that isn't always simple, But it's a starting point, and it helps us make what weather is to what weather does something that's accessible to do valid research on. So it does exist. There is such a thing as a weather survey or a damage survey. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. So let's talk for a moment about what I'm going to request my, my birthday request, okay? I don't often flood you guys with surveys. I know there are certain podcasts, some that I'm a regular listener to and some that you know I've, I've seen over time that do surveys on a more regular basis. They're structured. There's a lot of format to them and there's benefit to that. But that's not really what I'm about here. And I really don't necessarily, I'm not trying to assess very, the minutia of what's going on. But it's time to do that. I've been back at this again almost another 100 episodes, right? <laughs> I should have probably done this a long time ago. But you've heard me mention some other things that I'm looking at doing. And that some of it I'm going to launch no matter what, right? Because it's things that I want to do or or things that I think will be interesting and fun for me to to try at least. But I also want to try to make sure that I stay on track with this podcast. And as I look at doing some of these other things, assess what's a good fit and what launches under this umbrella about what is it about the weather? Or might I take some of these things to a different place or a a different format altogether that's just not attached? And that's okay too. But I wanna try to make sense of connections where I can. So I'm I'm gonna ask for your response if you would, on ten questions. Now, here's the reality. I know how surveys generally work. All right, you send it out, you maybe get a one percent response rate. If you if you're really good, so in in theory that translates into, uh, you know, I don't have the exact numbers currently because I'm not really actively tracking it. But l- let's say per episode, I get somewhere between five hundred and a thousand listeners. Somewhere in that range. Do I know exactly where it is? No. I, I just I, I've not been hung up on that because it's not been of particular importance as to why I do this. Now, going forward, that may change. and you know some of the questions that I ask may may kind of allude to that. That said, I would love to get more than ten. I'd love to get twenty or thirty or forty or fifty. Do I think I'll get one hundred responses? There's no way in the world I'll get one hundred responses, okay? But every one of them is useful, and that's why I'm not going down because I'm not a podcast that has fifty thousand listeners or a hundred thousand listeners. I, it's a little more open-ended questions. There are a few that will be, you know, select a range sort of thing. But that's also why I'm only doing a few, and none of these will be required. Right? I'm not gonna. You can answer one question, and that's it. Maybe you've got something that you really don't like that you want to share, and that's fine too. Let's talk about, I'm going to just tell you what all the questions are. And then I'm going to tell you how to, how to get the survey and where we go from here. All right. So the following are the list. Generally speaking, the wording may change slightly by the time it's posted, but we're going to go with these questions. And these first ones are going to be just open-ended. There'll be a box to type in an answer. First one will be, what do you not want me to change, right? So that, that could be you like certain segments I do. You like the time length. doesn't matter. Whatever you like, okay? Maybe it's just the intro. Maybe you think you can try anything, but I'm, I always enjoy hearing the intro, and I've heard that from somebody. So that, that probably is not what I'm likely to change, although you may say that's what you don't like. And then to follow on that, what do you like the least, right what what, what's the part of the podcast maybe they are too long or too short maybe you don't like when I do how because I have changed the intro as you've heard I do this more intro and then my more traditional kind of what is it about the weather thing maybe you don't like the titles maybe you find them misleading and in a bad way I don't know maybe you just don't like well Again, if you're a regular listener, I'm assuming there's most of the stuff you like, but I want to hear what you don't like. What do you wish we'd do more of? Is there a certain aspect that I don't get back to often enough? You know, I try to dabble a little bit in the science stuff. I try to throw it in from time to time, even like the intro today. There was a little bit more about damage surveys and and what they are and why they're relevant. Maybe you'd like more of that and would like me to focus on that. I don't know what would you like added that I haven't really done? And that that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to find something really that I've never covered because you may be a new listener. Okay. Or you may be someone that's not someone's been around since episode one. Doesn't matter. The idea would be if you've thought about something like it would be neat if you did X, right? That's what I'm looking for there. Next one. And this is for people who don't already support the podcast at patreon.com slash weather. What would make you financially support the podcast? Right. What would be the difference between you've never made that move and you making that move? Now the next few questions are related to what is your, you know, kind of other stuff that you watch or listen to. So I want to know, Essentially, related to both audio and video. And there'll be, like I said, there'll be ranges on this. So what is your preferred length of video content? When you want, And it can be anything. When you watch a new snippet, when you watch a YouTube video, I don't care what it is. I just want to know what you, you like in terms of what's the sweet spot for you. Is it less than a minute? Is it you know two to five minutes? Is it you like stuff that's longer? It needs to be at least 30 minutes for you to be something that you're going to spend your time on, right? And I'm going to ask the same question about audio, because it really, to me, is two different things, and it's probably two different categories as to future things that might go on here. Then another is, and it's just going to be a simple yes-no, do you like live content, okay? Do you take the time when somebody goes when you see that notification that someone's live or there's a, a specific schedule and time do you actually tune in now i'm not talking like nightly news i'm talking about what i would call streaming content in this modern age so that can be youtube it can be twitch type stuff or it could be literally some way that you have just to you know watch a podcast or record Then, my last question is, I want you to recommend to me other podcast and or streaming content, like a streaming channel, that you like. And you don't have to tell me why. You can. You can say, this one, because X. And I'll, and I'll probably leave a little more room in this one so you can put multiples. I don't want you know 30 from you, but your top three at most, let's say. And you can add a Y. My goal is there that I'm going to try to absorb stuff. There's things I know I like, but I want to see, and it could be weather-related or it could be not at all. It could just be something completely off topic. But going in and understanding how you think about these processes, because it'll relate to the other answers, it's very useful. Now, what I'm not including in the survey in any way, shape, or form on the survey itself will be any request for who you are, and that includes even an email address or anything. I don't want that with the survey. I want the survey to be truly as anonymous as possible. Now, I'm going to do it through a Google form. So there's going to be a link in the show notes. But also, I'm going to put one on the website All right, for the through the month of September. That's all I'm going to leave it up for is the next month. And like I said, this is my birthday request. So if you've never given me a birthday present, which most of you, most of you who listen to this podcast do not... I'm going to ask for that favor, but if you do the simple thing, I'm going to, I'll put a link on the homepage, but I'm going to do this as follows. What is it about the weather.com slash survey? That's right. What is it about the weather.com slash survey? Now I've got to still set this up. So if this episode's late in getting put out the door this week, it's not because of the recording it's because it takes me a little bit of time. So what is it survey will take you to this survey, right? Now that survey will probably be it's going to be a Google form. If you've never filled out one, so it's going to go to a link that may or may not still say what is it about the weather. Because I don't think I can because it's going to be attached to the what is it about the weather at gmail.com. It's going to be attached to that email account. But just know that it's going to do that, and just know it's not going to stay up there. I am going to take it down. My goal is not to leave it out there. I don't want it to get hacked or abused or anything like that. And the only place these survey results are going to go is to my inbox, right? Because I'll get a form response to the inbox. Now, if you want to follow up with that and send me an email to whatisitabouttheweather at gmail.com and tell me this was my survey and I wanted to follow up and give you a little more information as to why I did this and that and the other, that's fine. I'm not going to stop you from doing that, but that's not the goal, right? I'm not looking to attach these answers to anybody in particular. Yes, I could look at demographics and all those other sort of things, but I also know, like I said, I'm expecting a handful of responses, right? I'd like to get it, like I said, in the tens, not in the singles, but I know I'm not going to get to a hundred. All this stuff is useful to me, though, because it it frames, even if it doesn't, and that's why I'm saying I'm not looking for demographics, that sort of thing, because I don't have a large enough sample size. My goal in the end is just to get some initial thoughts, some ideas, all right? Hence the type of questions I'm asking and the format they're going to take. That's it. It's that simple, right? It truly is that simple. If you have questions about any of this or for some reason you can't find the link, Send me an email. What is it about the weather at gmail.com? Hit me up on Twitter. What is about the weather on Twitter? Or mark underscore Jelinek and yes, That is J E L I N E K. Mark with a K. And there's that underscore in the middle. But if you just do a search of Mark Jelinek, you'll probably find me. Right. Let me know. I am interested to hear from you. In the meantime, in the meantime, I hope you're having good weather. I am putting one more link in the show notes just so you know. There was an interesting visual display in the Washington Post about this whole humidity and and how hot we get and not being able to cool off. They did a neat little graphic thing that you can kind of get a better sense of some of that stuff I was talking about in the past episode. I've been meaning to put it in for a few episodes, but it's going to be in there now. It's going to be put in there so you can take a look. Other stuff will just be related to the storm damage assessments like I was talking about. Please fill out the survey. It will be helpful. And I promise to incorporate and use those thoughts and that knowledge into how I move things forward. But in the meantime, in the meantime, when you open your email today and you get yet one more survey request, just remember, There's much more to weather than the weather itself.